0: Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellams, and with me is Heim Goodman-Strauss. Hey, good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Haim. You're a math professor at the University of Arkansas. Oh, here. Oh, hang on a second. <laughs> He's left the room. <laughs> <laughs> and he, you have thrown a box onto the table. <laughs> I just got this... Moments before coming into the studio, this is a box that I. I uh, you can probably probably guess what this is. Hang on, we got some scissors. scissors. I've got some. Oh, I'm prepared. All right. So you literally just got this? Yeah. Right as I was on my way to the studio. Okay. I am. Um, Watch your fingers. This is your book. Should we uh, play part of the Conway interview? Do we? I have it. I have it.
1: Oh, hey! No yeah, kidding. yeah. Well, see. Um, so, I did last find, week, we the whole the whole intention was that we were going to play this interview that we had taped several weeks ago. Right. And I called you up earlier in the week, and yes. you told me that the computers had crashed.
0: I we lost the hard drive. I
1: resigned myself to that that we'd lost the uh, interview, and
0: but I was that was one thing I was able to retrieve. Fantastic. Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellams. With me is Heim Goodman Strauss. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Heim. I'm a math professor at the University of Arkansas. Special guest with us as well. We have in the studio with us today, Professor John
1: H. Conway of That's Princeton me. University. Hi, John. Hello. Nice now, to be here. You
0: were here on April 1st to, yes, to deliver a lecture, I was. and you have come back weeks later just for this interview. It's
2: well, <laughs> yes, I suppose. But also, you know, I can give you a present. Really? Yeah. That's, let's, uh, let's pull it
0: out of its He has a nice uh, a mailing man. envelope here. This is a book called The Symmetries of Things. John H. Conway, I'm Goodman Strauss, and in the middle is the name Heidi Burgale. This is the book that you have been collaborating on. For years, since the last millennium. 1,000 years it, ago. You got it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. so, uh,
1: congratulations, John. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, and congratulations to you,
2: Heim. Let's congratulate Heidi <laughs> Wilder. Well,
0: yes. Now, this is going to sound pedestrian, and I apologize in advance. But what I first see are some very beautiful images. What? what tell me about this book. Well, it didn't sound terribly pedestrian no, okay. to
2: me. These images are Heim's uh, great contribution. Well, some of Heim's great contribution. They have all sorts of different things with possessing all sorts of different symmetries.
0: It's the symmetries of things, is the name of the book. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, so what are the symmetries of things? Those of us who are not mathematicians.
2: Well, you know, you look roughly the same as your image in a mirror looks. Um, your right hand's about the same shape as your left hand. You know, you've brushed your hair slightly offside but in general. So humans exhibit bilateral symmetry. That's the kind of symmetry we're talking about. But you know other things like a propeller has usually a rotational symmetry and what the book's about is just how to sort of understand all the different kinds of symmetry that there can be.
0: So I guess the first step is to find symmetries? before you can have a book that's the symmetries of things you have to explore them discover them well you know a big part them? of
1: a big part of the book i think was identifying interesting symmetrical things there's a whole chapter where there's i think years of effort mainly on john's part to find fascinating three-dimensional odd objects strange objects with peculiar symmetries with peculiar yes. symmetries you know
2: uh, and there are all sorts of symmetries that just lie around us um So, you know, if you have a chain-link fence, the modern kind of chain-link fence, that's got a certain kind of symmetry. Um, And, you know, brick walls are very different to each other. Most people think there's only one kind of brick wall, but uh, there are quite a lot, really. You have these uh, stretchers where you can see all one side of a brick, and headers where you can see the end of a brick. And, um, you know, there are tremendously many types of brick wall. I once gave a lecture, I was challenged to do it, um, how to stare at a brick wall, <laughs> and uh, somebody said, "John, you know, even you can't make that interesting."
1: well, I th- well th- we I have a couple of pages typical... just on bricks. Yeah. yeah.
0: So obviously, there 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 are many symmetrical things, many symmetries going on that most of us never look at, never think about. Yeah.
1: Well, I think a lot of little kids look at look at them and think about them. Maybe the rest of us just forget. Yeah. We were talking about
2: being professional babies. Just we <laughs> came that's really rather nice. We're really you know. quite smug about it. You have a actually. little baby, you know, and mother has put it out on a blanket in the garden. Reaches over and picks up a flower, and stares at the flower, you know, for a long time and smiles. You know, well, that's what I do too. But I mean, sometimes I stare at it for years and smile <laughs> you know uh, i mean that we really enjoy it we, we've been uh, you know uh, pretty constantly we've had bouts of hilarity you know uh, during the time i've been here both last time in april and now
0: you know so anyway
2: yeah ask us where we get this book <laughs> <Yes>.
1: where, <laughs> where
0: can this book be found online
1: Amazon. A.K. Peters is the publisher, and uh, the name is The Symmetries of Things.
0: Um, is there, I mean, to me, a non-mathematician, is there a benefit? I wouldn't have spoken to you if I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> You were brought here under false. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs>
1: you know, the first third of the book is written in a way that, for a very general audience, it really is. I think anyone that has some curiosity can certainly understand the first part of the book, the first third. And then it gets in to other kinds of topics. But all throughout, there's all sorts of little gems and, as you said, lots of pictures that
0: we hope would be accessible. Even if you don't know
1: how to read, you can stare at the pictures. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, Uh, right, it's written for babies, too.
0: Any conversation in here about kaleidoscopes? Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, yes.
2: You'll learn that they were invented by, by Sir David Brewster in
0: 1816, for instance. And
1: that there's wonderful kaleidoscopes that give you star shapes. And, I mean, three, you know, spherical. three-dimensional you kaleidoscopes.
0: Yeah. You know, one of the country's most renowned kaleidoscope makers is in Bella Vista. No, I did not. Yes. Went up there to the kaleidoscope factory. Really? A couple of years ago, yeah. <laughs> symmetry obviously can be man-made. Brick walls. Yeah. A baseball has symmetry. Yeah. But you find a lot of it in
2: nature? All over the place, yes. You know, Heichel, this. Heichel was a uh, biologist who went on um, a voyage, one of the famous voyages with Darwin.
1: He produced a monograph on Radiolaria. He created the something. The tree of life is his idea, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
2: Um, and uh, he has beautiful pictures of uh, radiolaria and vir- there are also viruses later really, which are beautiful, symmetry, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it's a pity we didn't include <laughs> Yeah, that would have been a good idea. Yes, and symmetry is there often at a very, very fundamental level, molecular level. So, you know, one of the things we talk about is the symmetry of a salt crystal. Now, we don't mean what you see from outside. We mean the regular arrangement inside. And there's a diamond. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we find stuff called double diamond, which I don't think exists in nature. It just has twice the symmetry of a diamond, and so on. Um, Yeah, so, you know. Get this book, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you uh, must get the book <laughs> if you want to know about symmetries of things because it's you know it's the only thing that does it now. There have been plenty of other people who've uh, who studied this subject, but we've uh, really gone right through it. Um, what's new in this book? There's a
0: section at the front, and it's more or less all of it. It's called "The Symmetries of Things." It has a wonderful picture on the front, including a dragonfly. Mm-hmm. Any significance for the dragonfly other than no? The book designer chose that. Okay. Hell. Oh, well. Okay.
2: But, but hey, listen, we're happy about that. I mean, yeah. you know, first of all, you know, we, we don't believe that symmetry is all there is to life. You know, there's other stuff as well, um, and uh, so you know, it's nice to place our thing in the real world with a real fictitious dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it was drawn by computer, I'm sure.
0: And and let me ask now: you you're in New Jersey, you're in Arkansas. Heidi's in Illinois. No, well, now she's, she was in Illinois. Oh. Now she's moved to Massachusetts. Okay, still three different yeah. locations. How often did the three of you physically be in one place when talking about the book?
1: Well, that's a. Uh, there was a time when um, I was taking a sabbatical in Princeton, so we had a lot of a stretch there, and I guess Heidi came down frequently during that. Well, in, the in this sort of but, first path, Heidi came to my.
2: I was giving lectures, I think, every Wednesday in uh, in Chicago, and oh, in Evanston to be more precise. And she would come early in the morning for a lecture that was given at four p.m. and she'd leave at about uh, ten p.m. <laughs> you know, so she spent most of a day, time. for you know, quite a few weeks doing, it. and that was it sufficed for the first. But that's just she and I together. Uh, but then later on. Heim just mentioned the fact that he was actually in Princeton for a time. Later on, the three of us would get together and uh, have a really hectic writing session for they four were, days or something. Very we intense, intense. Really intense.
1: And, but big chunks of the book would be just blasted out very, very rapidly. But then it would take me years to catch up with the pictures. Yeah, Literally be, years. There would be an
2: instruction that says, Heim, you know, <laughs> draw <laughs> a description <laughs> of some terribly complicated picture that nobody could conceivably draw, you know. Um, but uh, he's quite a good slave. Uh, <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> a little Tom. bit uppity at times. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And but there were sort of some wonderful occasions. You know, there was once when he said, oh, "We ought to be able to do." I won't bother to say what it is, such and such. I said, "You can't possibly do it." You know. And by the way, this was after we had finished our writing session, and we were celebrating, sort of celebrating dinner, by right. going to have dinner. And, you know, there were a few non-mathematicians present. My wife was there and so on. So we couldn't really talk at the dinner. But we talked. I tried to persuade him that he was, it was foolish to think we could, uh, you know, even do such and such. On the walk, we sort of classified it. And then uh, that was a Friday and was night. Done. And uh, he, Heim and Heidi were to collect, get on their planes next thing. But fortunately, not before about noon. So we had between 9 o'clock and noon. and We just wrote that chapter. So it was work that was just done right. the previous evening, in the book.
0: But <laughs> I think day. it
1: was two and a half years before I finished illustrating that. You know,
0: yeah. it, you talk about these these massive writing sessions and, and 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 Heidi meeting you in Evanston hours before you were to give a speech, and then working on hours. But it does sound like it was intellectually rewarding oh, and God and wish. pleasurable. We
1: enjoyed ourselves. I think tremendously. I'm afraid to. Can I say that the yeah. the main audience for this book is ourselves? Is that a, yeah, Is yeah, that I think fair? So, yeah. We'll have a copy. Actually, we don't need to buy a copy, do we?
2: But
0: we'll let let other people (laughs) buy it. (laughs) you let other people come to the after party. (laughs) Uh, This may be a silly question. Symmetry doesn't have to be just visual, right? I mean, there could be audio symmetry, musical symmetry. Well, you know, we talked about groups uh, on the
1: math factor a little bit, you know, just as Mm -hmm. sort of an abstract idea. And we have in the studio with us one of the world's experts on group theory. That's and, me again. And so, uh, of course, yeah. It doesn't have to be just visual in any way. But really this
2: book is not just about symmetries. It's about the symmetries of things. Things. And that word things we sort of chose to mean, you know, real physical things. <laughs> uh, so it's really about symmetry in geometry.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, the name, The Symmetries of Things, can be found online. And uh, it's AK Peters. AK Peters, the publishers. Mm-hmm. Very good. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for We're coming very back. Happy. Thank
2: you.